Is your business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. What is going on, everybody? What's up, John? What's up? How you doing? I love hanging out with you, man. Oh, I know, man. It's a lot of fun. We've got a great topic today. Yeah. But like always, we're going to kick this thing off with a kind of fun business-related entrepreneurial question. When you were a kid, mm -hmm. what was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up? Man, I remember when I was in kindergarten, I made a big old policeman. Yeah. Because we did this project where you took a cardboard person and you decorated it like what you wanted to be when you grew up. And oh, I nice. Remember, I remember I made a fireman. That's or, awesome. Fireman. No, a policeman. 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 Yeah, I think yeah. I always wanted to be a fireman and I was kind of a fireman for a little while. Yeah, you were. But then I just got wrapped up in, I think I was destined to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I don't know if you had any like, you have any fun entrepreneurial stories, but like I know there was two, kind of two that stick out to me. Whenever I was in fourth grade, our mm -hmm. teacher went, I don't know where she went. She went somewhere cool and brought these like rocks back. Yeah. And they were kind of like stone sized, you know, a little larger, um, probably bigger than like, you know, a cantaloupe. Yeah. And I was like, this has to be like a blessed rock by, you know, God, because it just seems yeah. so cool. And so I would walk around the neighborhood trying to sell the rock to my neighbors. Nice. So... Could say I might be. You might say I was slinging rocks, but I don't know. If that, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to sell a rock, which no uh, one, no one bought that rock. And you then might have um, had the wrong rock. So that, was, that was kind of my first entrepreneurial journey. And then the second one was, we had like this really white trash ghetto tree house thing that we had yeah. hodgepodge together, and we had, we had trailer house siding. You oh know, that, yeah, that stuff that slides together vertically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We took that and turned it on its side horizontally. So if okay. you just rotate it 90 degrees. Yeah. And so what would happen was because it, they had like this tongue and groove system. Yeah. You could actually slide it open like a drive through window. Oh, yeah. So we nailed this all over the clubhouse. <laughs> and I would have my mom take me to the dollar store and buy yeah. like Mexican candy, you know, like Lucas oh, man, and yeah, those watermelon suckers. Candy and, <laughs> and so I would run my own candy shop after school. And I actually made decent cash doing that. I would have stopped by if so I it was, was there. <laughs> <laughs> my first real business was, a, I guess, selling rocks and That's selling fun. candy, you know. Well, <laughs> I guess my first dream like that is uh, I used to stand on the hood of an old broke-down car we had and pretend to rake was a guitar. Nice. And so that was, your first, yeah. that was your first music gig. Yeah, my first music gig. That's awesome. So Same for those of you that God don't know, John, John is a rock star. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Dude, you guys should hear this guy play guitar. Maybe one day we'll have him just do a guitar solo on the on the podcast just for fun. That should, that should be our intro. Just shred. Just like <laughs> Wayne's World. Wiggly, wiggly, wah. So that's awesome, man. I, I just wanted to know what you want. I think I wanted to be a firefighter, which is funny that you also yeah. wanted to be a police officer. I think a firefighter too, because we did it in like first, second, and third grade. And I, I think, think I alternated between the two. I think those are like such hero jobs, especially when you're a young kid. When you're a little kid, the fire truck is like one of the coolest, coolest things, things ever. ever. And the policeman is just like that ultimate authority. I yeah, guess. exactly. Like, Absolutely. So I think that those two jobs, I think everyone <clears throat> when they're a little kid at some point probably wanted to be. At some point. 
Um, I think especially for us, because, you know, some of the cartoons that we had. Kinda... Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. And even now, I mean, the there's, hero, like, there's, yeah. a, there's a kid firefighter show now that a lot of kids work watch. I'm not a kid. I know my nephew and niece watch yeah. these like little firefighter cartoons sure. and police officer cartoons. So yeah. the same thing. They love fire trucks and, oh, yeah. and all that stuff. So it is really cool. Well, we've got a great topic in store for you guys today. We're talking about something that we are really good at. Oh, yeah. Or I don't know if that's cocky, but. I'd say we're pretty damn good at it. Been doing it a long time. We've been doing it like for nearly 10 years. I'd say we're all right at it. Yeah. Uh, We've got some experience. That's for sure. That's definitely uh, true. We're experienced. No one can argue with that. (laughs) Yeah. Whether or not I'm good or not, I guess it's subjective, but web design. Web design is what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking a lot about questions you should be asking a web designer before you hire them. Right. So in a perfect world, you hire us to build your website, right? Right. Yeah. Because we're so good. Yeah, exactly. But we understand that. You guys might choose someone else. You might have a, a family member who's great at that, or you might have a uh, someone locally in your town that you'd like to support, and that right. is always fine. Oh, yeah. But there are some questions that are really important that we have to kind of just put out there. Right. You don't want to go into hiring a web designer having no clue. You, yeah. You want some idea of what at least you're asking for. So here's today's statistic. All right. 75% of people base the credibility of a business on how their website looks. Wow. We're not even talking about credibility of their website. Yeah. Credibility of, of their, their business, business. Yeah. based on how their website looks. Wow. That's important to note because another statistic that I saw this morning as I was kind of doing my research for today was that 28% of small businesses spend less than $500 on a website, Are which is serious? bad, really, really bad because the average cost to build a website is $3,000 to $100,000. Like those are like industry averages for building a website for your business. Three yeah. to 3,000 to 100,000, obviously depending on the complexity of the project, yeah. how custom, how many features and what kind of functionality, all of those things are going to, you know, kind of go into play when it comes to the cost. But it's sad that almost 30% of small businesses are spending less than $500 on a website, which means that people wow. are either using freelancers or do-it-yourselfers or right. maybe even like people on Fiverr. The only reason that scares me is that first statistic I talked about, mm-hmm. right? If everyone is basing their, like the fact that you're legit or not, yeah, whether your business is credible or not on the way your website looks, right? why would you go cheap on that kind of thing? That's what I was just thinking too. So if you're looking for a return on your investment, yeah, what did you put in to get back? You wouldn't buy a luxury car and then go take it to the crappiest auto shop in town to get worked on it. Uh, probably not. Right? Mm-hmm. Like... You wouldn't want to get a beautiful home built by the cheapest home builder in town. Just to have it fall apart. Just because apart. it have it fall yeah. apart, right? Like, it's the same thing with your website. If over 70% of people are basing the credibility of your business on, on your website's looks, yeah, and you better know going into it right. that you built a good website. So we're yeah. going to put some questions out there mm-hmm. uh, that you should be thinking about. You should consider whether you hire us to build your website and you should ask us these questions or any other web designer out there. These are questions you should be asking. And I think we'll jump right in. I think the one thing, John, that I want to get out of this episode today is the fact that every question we're going to talk about mm-hmm. is kind of centered around one word, which is transparency. Yes. That of all the things I've ever heard over the years from clients that have come to me from another web design company mm-hmm. or have had a bad web design experience is that there was right. a lack of transparency Yeah, with who they were working with. I know starting out for me, it was kind of hard for me to figure how do I be transparent without telling them everything I'm doing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like if I tell you what I'm doing, then you're going to know how to do it and I'm going to lose my job. There was that fear there at sure. first. Yeah. You know, but now it's more, no, it just it needs to be done right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you've probably seen too, just working here the last couple you know, years is that we can give away all the secrets. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, people still have to do the work. They still have to do the work. And if, and they, and if they don't have the time or they're too busy right. or maybe they don't have the technical know-how, right. regardless of all the secrets I give you, yeah. you still are probably going to need someone to help you out. Well, and you on your own are not a team. And I think that's why it doesn't bother me at all because our team is our team and you're not going to have the same ideas or thoughts or policies or procedures as our team has. Yeah. When we get in there and brainstorm and our ideas just bop, 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 bop. Exactly. They just start coming out. The yeah. whirlwinds into this thing that, hey, well, like, there that we was, go. That was cool. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so the first question that yeah. you always should ask, and it seems like a no brainer here, but do you have experience? Yeah. Do, do you oh, have yeah. experience building what, websites? Right. I do mean, you have experience in that specific industry? All of that. Yeah. I mean, if you're thinking about it, like you're hiring an asset for your company, mm -hmm. interview them like you would interview any other position, I would say. Yeah. Because oh. even if you're outsourcing that and they're not an actual employee, they're still part of your team yeah. to see success in your business. Yeah. I tell a lot of people, this is, it's kind of funny. I'm not trying to be mean, but a lot of times I'll tell people I'm in marketing and they're like, oh yeah, I used to do marketing 25 years ago. <laughs> and it's like, that is awesome. Yeah. Like that's I'm great. glad that you have a foundation to marketing. Right. But if you're not up to date with the latest trends, that's the thing, the latest tactics, technology, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. then your degree in marketing from 20 years ago, unfortunately is a little irrelevant. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. foundationally it's sound. I'm glad that you understand marketing. Yeah. And it's the same thing with websites. As you're approaching web designers, just because someone says, yeah, I've built websites before. It doesn't mean they're up to date with the current right. standards. Like, I mean, how many times has CSS changed over the years? Exactly. How many and times have we had to go in and maintain? How, yeah. Remember how big Flash was? Oh, yeah. And Flash it's doesn't exist now. anymore. It's gone. The program itself, you can't buy. I don't even yeah. know if you can download Dreamweaver from Adobe anymore. And if it's still I there. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I looked the last time I went through the They suite. have some website product now, like uh, No, they have or, something. And then there's also their user interface. Yeah, uh, they have some, yeah, some nice yeah. Adobe XD, which is a cool yeah, piece of technology. It, yeah. But they don't have Dreamweaver anymore. No. Well, Dreamweaver was kind of superfluous i mean i yeah, got to the point yeah. where i quit using dreamweaver and went back to notepad <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually that's where i first got my first start building websites was in dreamweaver which yeah. is just kind of shows how long i've been with building websites yeah i you know, started in adobe go live oh <laughs> i don't even know yeah you beat, you beat me, bro. so yeah it's a very important question do they understand the industry do they understand responsive design how many websites have they built in the last year yeah can they show you websites that match the industry standards that are right. responsive, mobile friendly, when I say responsive, I say mobile friendly, things like that. And then even one step further, do they have experience in your industry? Right. That is one that kind of like always uh, makes me kind of go, oh, really? Do I care about that? Yes and no. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yes like, and no. To I, some can, yeah, I can build a website in any industry. Yes, absolutely. There are certain industries that I have built a ton of websites in. Right. Medical spas, wedding venues, doctor's offices, yeah. professional employer organizations. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the like, industries I've built a ton of websites for. Right. The biggest benefit of somebody that does know your industry is that it will save you a lot of time. Right. Because right? some of the standard practices in that industry, they don't have to go learn. That's right. It's not part of the brand research. It's just yeah. you already know. You but know? I will say too... If you're out there looking for a website designer, don't seek out only people who are experienced in your industry. Hmm. You might find another agency who has got better ideas. Fresher ideas. Fresher ideas. 
Um, you know, that's one problem with being in an industry for too long is you might be trying the same approach every single time right. and thinking, and, oh, I'm, I, I've been doing this, you know, I'm going to just keep doing this. It's like, yeah. well, is it working? Is it effective? Right. One of the ways you can quickly do that, and I've done this myself, don't be afraid to do it, is interview the people that built or the clients oh, that those websites were built for. Gotcha. I will call a client up and say, hey, were you happy with the How work you got went? from this company? Yeah. Because if they say, oh, absolutely, our results are amazing. Mm hmm then cool, I'm going to trust them. Or maybe they'll yeah. say, you know what? You know, it was an okay experience, but right. we actually already moved to someone else. Well, it's like, eh, yeah. that's telling, Yeah, right? It doesn't have to be just websites. Like I wanted to get my um, car wrapped one time. And yeah. I called a couple people that used the company that I wanted to get the car wrapped by. Right. And said, hey, what did you guys think? Did it yeah. last? Did you guys get any business from yeah. having the car wrapped? Yeah. And I got some great feedback. That's great. Um, so don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to look outside of agencies that might not know your industry. Yeah, if there's don't a better be afraid option. to research at all. Like, yeah, if you, you don't know something, don't be afraid to ask a question yeah. or look into it at yeah, all. Exactly. So again, if they know your industry, that's awesome. Right. But just make sure that they, again, are still up to date, have creative ideas and make sure that yeah. it's working. Make sure that they're effective at what they do. The next big one. And this one is relatively... I say this, this sounds bad, but I'm the first to admit mm -hmm. my wrongdoings. The question you have to ask agencies is what is your process? Yeah. If you would have come to me two years ago, the process did not exist. Right. I would say there was it was a, mayhem. It was mayhem. Uh, I don't know. Get as much content as I can and yeah. turn out a website. You can go to Google right now and mm -hmm. I have some reviews that are, I'd say 90% of them are four and a half stars or more, yeah. mostly five stars. And I have one or two pretty bad reviews. Yeah. I'm I mean, not afraid to admit that. You have a bad right? day We sometimes. all make mistakes. Yeah. At the time when those reviews came through, we didn't mm -hmm. have a process. Right. And if a client would have asked me that question, what was your process to build a website? I would have said, I would have made some shit up. Right. I would have just made something. Yeah, up. yeah. You know, I'm giving well, you an you know, answer. Oh, yeah. I'll market you something. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm really good at marketing. I'll make you yeah. think I have a process. I did not have a process. Right. A web design agency that's going to be successful at helping you get through that, mm -hmm. what can be a pretty big task of building a website, yeah. needs to have a documented process. Yeah, I would say so. That way, you're going to have a better idea of your timeline. That's right. And you're going to have a better delivery. experience. And experience. Well, even just making video, you know, over the past few years, having a plan in place before you start filming will save you so much time on the end. Yeah. Likely, if you're listening mm -hmm. to this episode, either you already have a website that you're not happy with and you're ready to redesign it. Right. Uh, maybe you built your own website mm -hmm. and same thing. You feel like you've kind of right. reached the threshold of what it can do and you're ready to like grow up and get a big boy website or, you know, or, whatever. Yeah. Or maybe you don't have a website at all and you're, you're really just trying to get one done. Right. If you want the process and experience to be smooth for you mm -hmm. as well as for the agency or the developer or designer that you work with then the agency, it's really the agency's responsibility to have a documented process. Yeah. Because it will keep everyone on task. It will. It will allow you to know what expectations they have of you and you should have of them. Right. And it just, it creates a better working relationship. I think so too. It keeps you on the same page with the team and the client. I just had I mean? a call with a nonprofit client of ours. Right. And she told me that their experience with their web development company that they hired mm -hmm. about six months ago is been terrible. Oh man. And I was like, why didn't you call us? Yeah. And she's like, I wasn't with the organization at the time. And you know, gotcha. she's like, if I would have been here, I a hundred percent would have gone your way. Yeah. She's like, I just kind of got put into this role. And I was like, well, I, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. But it's because that company likely didn't have a process. Yeah, you're probably right. Right. Or not a process for that website. That's that's right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here at Beefy, we use a software called Process Street. Yeah. First of all, like little technology tool of the day right there. Process Street Process is one Street? of the coolest pieces of software for really documenting is. processes. It really is. Um, but not only does it help you document your processes, it actually works as a live functioning task management app. Yeah, it does. So I have a process that I've documented from start to finish of building a website. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty extensive from billing you to handling onboarding with like right. a welcome email and you know, a gift, as well as like all the little pieces, creating a sitemap, having yeah. an onboarding call, sending it to our designers to design right. it and our co- developers to code it. It's mm-hmm. all documented. So at any point, me or anybody on my team can open up a client's file and see where and know exactly at. where we're at, yeah. what we've done, what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And if a client ever comes to us and says, hey, where are we at? I pull, can pull that it right up. up and say, oh, let me look. But here's where we are. Here's, where here's we what are. we're waiting for. Here's our expectation from you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on, always on the same page. Right. So again, ask that question. That's yeah. probably one of the most important questions and you I'll, can ask. If you're a web design company listening to this, I would say if you don't have processes, get them in place immediately. Look at that tool we just mentioned, Process Street, or find something else. or it's Something you like, yeah. Something that you like. But I would say if you don't have processes in place, you need to get them in place yesterday. Oh yeah. I mean, not only for making your customers experience better as a web designer, it's going to make your working workflow way, way better. And you're going to be happier because you're not as stressed about what you're trying to get done. Yeah. Where am I at with, especially when you're managing more, like our team manages four or five websites at the same time, plus any other projects that are not website related. Right. So it helps you stay on task Mm -hmm. for all the projects you're kind of multitasking on. Yeah. And then the reason why I honestly originally started doing processes, this is kind of, you know, ass backwards, I guess, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't at the time, wasn't so focused on the client experience. Someone told me, Hey, if you ever want to sell your business, Mm -hmm. It's got to make sense for someone who doesn't know anything about it. No, you're right. And you got to have someone needs you to do know everything. Yeah. what to do. Well, even from training your employee standpoint, yeah. if you processes, well, this is how we do it. That's right. And then there's no argument or, you know, well, I do it this way and it's I like, do it that no, way. This, no, is the, this is the way we do This it. is how we do it. This is our standard. This is how we do it. Yep. Third question. Can mm-hmm. I speak to your past clients? Yes. And you kind of mentioned you do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if they're saying no... You can probably guarantee Red flag is up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's probably something they don't want you to know about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And like I just said, there are bad reviews about my company out there. Right. They're out there. It happens. There are a lot of good reviews too. Mm-hmm. I did not have processes in place, which has changed drastically since the years that that happened. Yeah. And I hope that I don't get a bad review again. Hopefully, Hopefully. I'm not saying I won't. Things happen. Mm-hmm. But Again, it goes back to that topic as I kind of said at the beginning, transparency. Mm-hmm. Transparency. I'm not afraid to tell you that I've had bad days. No. Right? And I'm also not afraid to let you go talk to my clients. And I'm sure most right. of my clients will have good things to say. And I'm sure a couple of clients will say, hey, mm-hmm. there, he has some opportunities in these areas. Right. And I'll gladly accept that feedback. Mm-hmm. But it's better that I'm open about it. Right. Because how can you learn unless you're... Well, that's why I was, I was... Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. But, you know, you got those bad reviews, but when you read them, what did you do? Yeah. You went and put processes in place to fix it, to make sure that that was not a client problem in the future. Yeah. I think that 
you know, we don't have to sit on this one too long, but no. speaking to your past clients is really going to just, or to their past clients, is going to help you understand how, they how that experience was. Yeah. Was there a clear process? Right. Were there clear expectations? Do they actually know your industry? Is that's that right. something that you're trying to find so, out? Or? That one's perfect because it works backwards on all the other ones we've covered, right? Right. Like, yeah, it kind of does. Do they have experience? Do, yeah. Are they good at what they do? Do they know your industry? Well, it's also kind of vetting, you know, is everything you told me true? Because in this day and age, unfortunately, not everybody is transparent in business. Yeah. Another question to ask is, what is your availability like? What is your... Oh, that's you a the question, great bandwidth. <laughs> yeah. Know? Right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of agencies out... Okay. As a client, myself included, not just you guys listening, but when mm-hmm. you go to do any new project, whether it's a website or building a house or yeah. getting a new logo created, whatever it may be, when do you want it? Now. now. yesterday yesterday a good design agency yeah especially one that has a clear process in place yeah will likely say no we can't start tomorrow because they're busy because there's something there's already something to get you in the pipeline like maybe later this week i can get and not just that but like the company that most web design companies are busy. First oh, of all, for sure. Let's just put that out there. Well, there's a lot going on. It's a ever changing world, That's right. and we're constantly updating it. Yeah. And if somebody's too willing to jump the bit, there's two problems there. Yes. One, either they are way too available, right? And there could be a problem there because it means they're not experienced, or or, or their turnover good, of clients is bad. Is bad, and yeah. Or they're trying to be yes men. They say yes to everything and they can't deliver. And they can't deliver. Yeah. So what happens? They I've give you a bad experience. Mistake. Yeah. They give their other clients a bad. This goes back to my old stuff before we had processes in place. Yeah. Because I just saw the opportunity to grow our revenue as a company. Right. So yeah, we can do that. When somebody asked me, yeah. can we build a website and can we start on it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. The answer was always yes. Yes. But what happened? I got bad reviews on Google. Mm-hmm, because we weren't always the right fit. And I wasn't, yeah. And now we ask... Are we going to be the right fit? That's right. That's not a question you ask them, but it should be a question that they're asking you. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. I'm not the best web company for everyone. Probably not. I know that. Yeah. There are companies that just, you know, are not financially ready to make that decision yet. Yeah. There are other clients who maybe I just feel so opposed to what they stand for or I got you. maybe I don't even feel like I have the technical know-how to build the kind of I website they want. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay to say no. Yeah. So I think... That's important when you're asking that question about availability yeah. is that an agency that is probably worth working with is going to say, hey, let's get you into the system. Let's yeah. get you into this process. Right. And um, hopefully within a week or so, you've got something going. And I'd right. say that's that's fair. That ex- uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. What other services do you offer is another great question to ask. Yeah, because if you're looking to bundle like a social media package with your website or integrate the two together, you might want to hire somebody that's going to do both rather than someone who's just going to do social media or your website. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a website is much more than just like an online business card. Oh, for sure. We've talked about this in other episodes, you know, SEO, social media. We talked about being the brick and mortar of the day with COVID going on, you know. Exactly. And so when you think about all that, you need to find an agency that can support you in other areas that are going to not only build you a website that's beautiful, right? but how is that website actually attract new customers and drive sales and all of those other things? Well, yeah. And I think it's okay that there are some agencies out there Mm -hmm. that are going to do some things really well and some things not. Yeah. Again, transparency. Hopefully the agencies are willing to tell you 
right. where they're strong and where they're not. Right. Our company's really good at SEO. Oh yeah. We're good at social. Mm-hmm. We're good at blogging, podcasting, mm-hmm. website design, content marketing. You know where we're not good right now, and I, I hope to change that. Paid advertising. Yeah. We don't have anybody internally at Beefy right now that nope. does pay per click or Facebook ads. We have a couple of third party partners that we've we've partnered right, with that yeah. do an incredible job of delivering success for our customers. Right. But currently. We don't have someone internally yeah, that, that does that. Does ad- so when someone comes to me and says, oh, can I just give all my Facebook ads to you? It's like, well, let's stop. And let me ask you this. Like, are your Facebook ads effective right now? Are they working? Yeah. Are they working with the people you're using? Are you unhappy with them? Because if the answer mm-hmm. is no, then definitely don't bring it to me. Because <laughs> I don't want to like mess up. You know, yeah, like yeah. I don't even, we don't even have someone in here that does that. Yeah. I'd rather know that you're going to see success where you are. Yeah. And let me be strong at what I'm strong at. Oh yeah. And let that person do what they're doing. Well, know what you know and know what you don't. That's right. Regardless, it is important to know what other services do they offer Mm-hmm. So that you know how much you can do with them, you know, and where you might need to find other partners to support you. I'd say a good agency also will have resources. Yeah. Can I say one more thing about the uh, services? Yeah, please. If you're looking for services, make sure that if you you look into that, they do mobile friendly sites. Oh, if, yeah. If you're working with the company and they don't do mobile friendly design, then I would say move on. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's actually a great point. I just saw that, and I wanted to make sure we said that before we moved on. Yeah, no, that actually that's a great point because eighty percent of all website visitors, eighty percent or more nowadays, Mm -hmm. are coming from mobile. Oh yeah, I'd say if not more. If they can't, if your website's not being built to be mobile friendly, uh, it's again, it's called responsive design. Is kind of the new phrase. Mm -hmm. Then you're right. Move on because. That is, the, if 80% of the traffic's on mobile and your website does not work on mobile, then you then have a major problem. You've lost 80% of your the, yeah. sales. Well, <laughs> there were some statistics we were sharing earlier, right? Oh, 38% yeah. of users will stop using a website mm-hmm. if it's unattractive. Another 39% will leave if the site takes too long to load. Right. You're talking about 80%. And then you add on, if your mm-hmm. site's not mobile friendly, who the hell's going to your Who's website? Going? You got your mom checking out what you're doing and <laughs> thanks, loving mom. on you. Thanks. Appreciate you. We, we are like, always We talked about that in the here. last yeah, one, you exactly. know, like target audience versus, yeah, my mom's going to love everything I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she but might even buy it, but she she's might. not my target audience. Mom, will you buy a website from me? <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's going to be mom.com. I'm trying to get my mom to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, there we go. See, that's awesome. Does your web design agency that you're talking to offer maintenance? Oh yeah, that's a good one because yeah. uh, is what you're getting a one and done. Here you go. Keys are yours. Drive it around. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Or are they going to Stick make around. sure, especially if it's a WordPress site that all those plugins are up to date and everything. Yeah. And that's, that's another one of those things that I feel like a lot of design agencies over promise and under deliver on is website maintenance. I agree. I know that I've struggled yeah. there well, as well. It's because in the world of web design, and you know this because you're a freelance web designer, John, Yep, is that... There's a lot of freelance web designers out there. There's a lot. And it it's saturated. We talked earlier about the fact that there's a large, almost 30% of small businesses are trying to get websites for less than you know, 500 bucks. Yeah. What does that tell me? It means that they're trying to hire freelancers to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that is freelancers don't have the bandwidth to do no. maintenance. No. Not at the high, the most effective rate. Well, it's one guy usually. That's right. It's and, not a And team. also build yeah. four websites. For and I'm not hating people. on freelancers. I've been a all. freelancer for many years. Me too. It was fun. <laughs> That's how we both got started. It is. It's exactly how we got started. But you're right. It's But we can do more together than we could do freelancing That's on right. our own. And I've only, well, I say I only realized that recently. I've really leaned into that. I agree. I've known that, but yeah, in yeah. the last year, we've definitely leaned into that. Yeah. yeah. And look how much 
Look at where we're at now. So finding an agency that offers maintenance is important for a number of reasons. Buying a website is like buying a new car. Yeah. It needs oil changes. It needs gas. It needs 30, 60, 90,000 mile checkups, right? Like (laughs) it's very important. A lot of times companies think, well, if I buy a website from you and then a year later it gets, you know, hacked or it goes down, it's the web designer's fault. It's not. Yeah. There's because a lot of updates that happen, change, yeah. technology changes. I mean, y'all know if social media changes at the rate it does, imagine what's happening on the website of things, right? Right. So it is important that you, I would suggest any company out there building a website should be bundling some type of maintenance plan. I would say so. Because it's going to make sure your website isn't vulnerable. It is, well, you know. I would argue that part of your good user experience is that maintenance as well. Oh, yeah. And so... I'd say that's definitely a question you want to ask a potential web design company you're looking at because if they can't maintain your website, then you're going to need to figure that out for yourself because it's something that needs to be done. Yeah, and if you and if you don't have it, you're going to be in a, a shitty predicament yeah. when something goes wrong and you're yeah. like in a scramble to either figure out yourself. When you wake up and or, your website's blank white and you're like, Yeah, what do I do? Uh, well, I used to have churches that would call me and say, we have a Viagra ad on our homepage. Oh, my God. Because WordPress... They, just, got, they yeah. got some spam comments and uh-huh. no one was monitoring it. No one's cleaning it up. No, no one's monitoring that. So now there's an ad. And it's my... like, we've literally got adult content on our website. Like, what do we that, do? We're a church. Yeah. yeah. Well, because there was no maintenance agreement, no one was taking care of it. You know, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to be jumping from designer to designer or losing tons of money trying to pay one guy who has no idea how your site was built in the first place. So he's trying to figure out how See, to do that's it. That's the know? other thing too is yeah, every designer codes different and you can put stuff elements in different places and you can even keep CSS code on a different server and yep. hide it. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so now what, like now, now what? You, yeah. you need help. Like now you're freaking out. So it's yeah. better to work with an agency that you know, you can truly count on on the back end. Right. Again, like I like to do like some humble bragging for our team, mm-hmm. but we have a dedicated employee. Mm-hmm. Her name's Robin. Yep. And Robin is literally our support rep at Beefy. Oh yeah. All she does, her only core job at mm-hmm. Beefy is to respond to inbound support requests. Right. Whether that's something as simple as, can you add this photo to the homepage? Right. Can you build a new page for this new event we have coming up? Can you just make sure that the plugins are up to date? All of those things Robin handles. Right. Which means that after your website is built, Mm -hmm. you now have another person that you can count on. Right. To continue to To make sure your website evolves. And that's the other thing too, is everybody has a specific skill set, you know, Mm -hmm. not just companies, but people. And, you know, that's why I really I keep driving home the team thing because of our team here. But, you know, look at the team that you're hiring. Are you hiring a team? Yeah. Or are you not? Do you, Can you afford a team? Can not. you not? Yeah, yeah. Because that's another real aspect, too. You don't want to bankrupt yourself building sure. a website. No, I agree. But you need to have something that's good, done right, and you need to consider these questions that we've been talking about here before you... Go hiring somebody. That's right. Yeah. Another great question is to ask to see the portfolio. Oh, yeah. I mean, hands down. I mean, (laughs) honestly, I think it's kind of a no brainer. And if you're listening to this, you probably would start here. Yeah. Before you even start looking at the other questions we've talked about, probably. Yeah. Yeah. What does their work look like? Yeah. Yeah. How does it function? And that's the other thing to consider too. Does it function? Because we talked a lot about user experience on our SEO conversation, right? Right. Yeah. What's that user experience like? Is it easy to navigate? Is it easy to find the content you're searching for? Right. How does it respond on mobile? Mm-hmm. Those are 
don't just look. It's easy to go to a web design company's portfolio and see the pictures of what a website oh, yeah. looked like. Right. But how does that website actually work? Go to that go website. To it. Yeah. Is it broken? And a, a telltale you know? sign. I've seen this before with working with other designers. You look at their portfolio and you go to one of the websites and what is there is not what they made. That's right. And it's like, oh, like, oh wait a second, turnover. So did you redo it or did someone else? And That's you right. Updated your portfolio, but yeah. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. So mm -hmm. you should certainly look at portfolios, but like, like John said, go that step further and make yeah. sure that the site works. See right. how it works. See how it works. I think that's a good, that's yeah. a really good bonus there, John. Yeah, studying their portfolio. That's really going to let you know if they even do what you're looking for. Yeah. Because that could set yourself up for failure if you're hiring a company that doesn't make websites in the style that you want. Yeah. 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 I think another great one to ask is, can you see the contract? Oh, yeah. This <laughs> if there's no contract, again, could, could, bad. could be a red flag that they don't have that process in That's right. place. They, is there any legitimacy to what they're doing? If there's no contract, is there a guarantee here? That's right. What am I actually getting? Yeah. Is it apples to oranges? What is this? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of times people, you know, man, you just hit that one on the head right there. It was like the contract is definitely indicative of whether or not there's a good process in place. Right. Because that contract should lay out the expectations. It should. It should lay out what you're getting, how long it should take, yeah. you know. Timelines. All, yeah, you're right. Yeah. All of that. It should lay that stuff out. What's included, what's not included. What does it cost? Are there extra costs if I need a ton of revisions? Right. Or if I decide last minute I want to add this other functionality. Right. And... How are you paying? When are you paying? You're paying mm -hmm. part up front? You're paying all up front? You, we on a monthly plan? What's going on here? What is expected of me as the buyer Yeah, to pay you? When am you going to expect money? And what am I going to get at each point in that process? Yeah. And speaking of money, this is a, a great one. You talked about not going broke building a website. Right. I think kind of one of the... The final questions you need to be asking yourself mm -hmm. now that you've kind of looked at the portfolio, oh, yeah. you've, you've, you've talked about all these, you've explored yep. all these other things, you've oh, narrowed yeah. it down to like maybe the top two or three people. This is what I want. Yeah. These are the three companies I'd like to hire. Yeah. Now, how do you determine pricing? Yeah. I guess you would have to come up with that budget thing. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that question is important for a variety of reasons. You as a customer need to know what you're comfortable spending. Right. But more importantly than that, mm -hmm. you need to know what you're getting for the money you're spending. Well, and you need to know how much what you want costs. Because if you want a Mercedes, but you want it at, you know, Ford Pinto prices. Yeah, exactly. This is not going to happen. Or yeah. it will happen, but you're not going to be happy with the final product or it's going to cost you well, more in the long you run. you know the chart. You can have it fast. Yeah. You can have it done well, or you can have it done cheap. And you're going to have to sacrifice one, one for the other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right, man. Yeah. So I think that when you're picking a web design company, there's a lot of ways agencies charge. That's another tricky oh, yeah. thing about navigating the waters, right? Some agencies charge a big flat rate fee. Right. And then on top of that, they charge you monthly maintenance subscriptions. And some of them charge you like an hourly. Hourly rate. And then if you go over that, then you're going to have to charge extra. Again. Yeah. And that's always kind of sketchy. Yeah. Because the clock can just keep ticking and ticking and ticking. It can. And some um, of this stuff can take a while. Yeah. For me, but and kind of how we do things at Beefy, there's kind of two ways we approach projects, either a project rate. Right. We agree upon a specific set of expectations and deliverables. You know, we're going to offer you X, Y, and Z, and it's going to cost X dollars. And then we also offer monthly retainer packages, right? Those are kind of the most popular. 
right here at beefy mm-hmm. where we decide on a monthly subscription amount right and we say hey for this monthly subscription amount you're going to get all of these things right so our most popular package is $299 a month. Mm-hmm. We charge a one-time setup fee of $500 and right. what you get is a custom built website. Mm-hmm. So what most agencies would probably charge 10 to $20,000 flat rate fee. Yeah. Instead of charging you that amount all up front, right. we're saying, hey, just pay us $299 a month. We'll build you that caliber of site. Right. But then we'll also do all of the other things that we talked about how important yeah. we're. The hosting, hosting, maintenance, yeah. running you know, uh, weekly and monthly updates, doing daily backups so that if something were to go wrong yeah we have a kind of a recovery yeah. point have that happen before wake up when wordpress updated overnight yep. and had some sites down white websites and it's okay calm down i, I got to back, back up and gotta back up and reload and there you go one time it was solely the php index, the index oh like so PHP. yeah it's always like something uh-huh. so stupid it's like yeah line disable, 102 in the contact yeah. form yeah disable this plugin and everything will freaking go back yeah. to normal so that's going to be your last question. I'd say get a bunch yeah. of quotes or, or yeah. get as many quotes as you found that you've narrowed down based on the other questions we talked about today. I would say shop around. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because you don't want to waste your time. So make sure that what you are buying is what you need or at least what you want. Yeah. And hopefully the two coincide. That's right. Yeah. So I hope this conversation today was somewhat insightful. I think that we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I think that there's probably a thousand other questions you could ask a web development company if you really want to get into it. I mean, yeah, but these I think are the questions you really need to spend your time focusing on. I think these would be like the top. Yeah. A hundred percent. Transpa again, I know I'm using the word transparency a lot, but I think it is all about transparency. It really is. You want to know what you're buying. I mean, Mm -hmm. with anything, I don't like when I'm trying to be sold something and they're kind of being wishwashy about, so what does this include? And you know, Yeah. Yeah. Well, shameless plug here. If you guys are in the market for building a website, if anything, let's give you a quote. Let's tell you (laughs) what we do. Let's have a call. We do a free website. uh, Yeah. On it. Yeah. We can actually kind of tell you what's effective, what's working, what's not working, uh, where there's opportunity, how you even stack up against your competitors. We'd love to help you with your website project. But this podcast is not about selling. It's all about growing your business. Right. These are business growth hacks. We hope that this helps you on your journey to getting a new website, asking the right questions. We will see you guys next week. week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks, follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.